0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CT Mobile.com.
2: The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP. Intercom Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. All <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan.
1: It is Saturday morning at 6.03, and you are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, and Greg Jenick on the board. We uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Some of you are up lively and bushy-tailed. Some of you are not. But this is a live show where you can call us with your thoughts, comments, fishing reports, whatever you'd like at 414-799-1250 or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo dot com. Good morning, gentlemen.
0: You use the term loosely. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Greg. Thanks for
2: coming. You're sick today. Uh, I'm yeah. A little bit under the weather, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll survive.
0: You know, much like, like, like Michael, a, like a Michael Jordan returning to the court when he had the flu.
1: Yeah. Inject up what? 40 some points. Yeah, there he is. The legendary Greg comes back I tell you into what, the studio. Doesn't
2: it doesn't really take much to push buttons, so
0: I think I think I'll survive. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's one thing though that when they did talk, make a big deal about that or any athlete who I can't believe he's coming out and gutting it out. Listen. There's people that go to work sick every day, okay? So it's no big deal to go out there's guys who play with the flu in their inner inner league, their intramural league because they don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy of mine who uh, he tore his cruciate ligament in his knee on our, uh, our on, in our touch touch football league, and he, he had obviously tore it, and he went back out there grimacing, and then totally ripped it in half, oh, and, had to, and had to go. He was in a cast for like six months after that. So don't tell me about the courage of the professional athlete going out there weekend guys do it all the time on top of that as well you got when you're playing in the game you have so much adrenaline pumping
2: you don't even you don't know you're sick you do you feel it after the game but on top of that though you can go in get ivs at halftime you don't have
0: as a normal person you don't have that luxury they
1: they got really good doctors and really good drugs had an iv
0: yeah i you know i always found when i had a cold uh laying around all day didn't Really do anything. I I'd actually go in and have some heavy weightlifting workouts. Swear to I'd no go one. in and have some heavy heavy workouts, and I'd be exhausted afterwards. But actually, didn't I was none the worse for the wear. Actually,
1: well, this is my remedy. If anybody's you know wants to try it, it, it I I tell you I swear by it. But it's the first sign of getting a cold. You know, like you get it in the, in the nasal thing. You know, up in the sinus, or if you, you feel it in your throat, the very first sign of it you double dose on vitamin C, B12, and zinc. Those three. You know, when you look at all those things like Airborne and all these things that you got a Zycam and all that, the main ingredient in most of those, there's two, three main ingredients, actually. Zinc, vitamin C, and B12. Those three. So I do a double dose of those pills. As soon as I feel it, I do it in the morning and I do it in the evening. And if I if I feel it coming on, and I start doing that within two or three days, I won't have it anymore. I won't feel it anymore. Or if I do get the cold, instead of lasting like two weeks, it'll last like a week or less. Dr. Tom's health does, It does work. I'll tell you what. It really does work. Somebody told me that years ago, and I have followed that prescription i'll tell you what it does work does, does you, having a smoke in between help too oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> calms you down what's <laughs> help if you got a bad cough no actually if i if i do have a cold i smoke very little you know yeah, very little very taking little. trips up north hunting and fishing trips
0: <laughs> there was one guy i remember in particular he'd get up and smoke in the morning i'm up at the cabin you know he'd, he'd Go out on outside on the, you know deck or whatever, yeah. and start having a smoke in between hearing.
1: <coughs> and <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I'm thinking, boy, that's a great habit there. <laughs> that doesn't happen and, and, to me. And, no, you don't do well, that. You know, as a matter <laughs> of fact, no. Coughing up a lung no, in the morning.
1: No. Matter of fact, uh, I it, it I don't. No, I, when I get up and have that first cup of coffee, I generally don't go outside and have a smoke. I don't in the morning. No. Mm-hmm. Not not right away. No. Later on. Yeah, so you know, and and you know, like it's funny, like I can, I can go out to dinner, or I can go someplace where it's like a two, three, four hour thing. Like, like for example, if we drive a couple hours somewhere, I don't, I don't smoke in anybody else's vehicle. That's you know, great. I, I don't do that. No, yeah. I, I mean, I can go without smoking for a while. It's not a big deal. Do you remember the days of getting in cars in
0: like fifty oh, percent sm- of the cars that you got in stale? Crap cigarette, oh. and then the ashtray was half open with about three, yeah. four of them stuffed in there
1: or mm. filled to the brim. My dad's car oh, smelled that. so bad. I didn't realize oh. how
0: bad that sucked until yeah. I look back on it. If yeah. you watch any
2: seventies, yeah. eighties movies, they're all and having a smoke. Everybody yep. is smoking. Everybody if, is smoking. I was,
1: you know, I was just watching something the other day. And even though you could tell this lady was not a smoker because she would puff but blow it right out, mm-hmm. but her character said that she had to have a cigarette and do that right. But you could tell she wasn't really smoking; it. She just she wouldn't inhale anything. She just puff it and then blow it right out. I mean, but yeah, all those older shows. Oh, yeah, I mean, you, oh. you see, you go to a
2: police station, you even go to a school. You had the principal yeah. smoking in in his
0: in his it, office. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Priests smoking yeah. in church. And- yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, when it was I, different. When I started I started sub teaching in Green Bay years ago and uh for like a year and then I then I got out of teaching after for a long time but I re- remember going to a teachers break room back in like 1981 or mm-hmm. 82. Walking in, and holy Christmas. A little foggy in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a different world. And, and it was a high school I had gone to that I graduated from, and I never knew that this secret room existed that was filled with smoke. Are you oh sure my those teachers
1: God. were just smoking cigarettes there? Because those kids would probably drive them nuts. You know, they needed something no, to no, calm no, them I down. Had, you know, Green Bay Preble <laughs> was a good school, but... Thank God. And then I saw, I saw an old uh, magazine.
0: And the, funny, fun, the best thing about if you find old magazines is look at the old ads. That's oh, the yeah. coolest thing. Nine
1: the, out of ten doctors recommend Marlboro's or well, something. There's, there's,
0: one the, uh, there's one of the Marlboro whatever commercials. And the guy is rappelling down a cliff. And he's got a smoke hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's pretty up, bad. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching a redneck do some snow plowing. This guy's snow plowing right after the snowstorm.
1: There's this dude in a truck. he got the smoke hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> you know, I just saw just, just uh, this week. Uh, Have a smoke, buddy. The gas company was uh, changing our gas line or whatever the heck it was out in front of the house. And they had this. Th- there was a guy with the front end loader, and and he's or of the, the big shovel thing, right? And he's digging. He they dug down about five feet or so. It was quite deep. And yep, he he's digging, and he's got to be real careful so he doesn't hit that gas line. And he's got that smoke hanging out of the side of his mouth, <laughs> and it's like, how can you concentrate on that and have that thing hanging there? You know, I could never do that. Oh, I got to tell you one thing about smoking, where uh, which was it, it was during a bass tournament years ago. And I had a butt hanging in my mouth, and I had a bait casting outfit, right? To help you concentrate And and I set the hook. And, you know, when you set the hook on a bait caster, you're coming straight up, you know? The line touched the end of the butt and burned the line and broke it.
0: (laughs) In a tournament? (laughs)
1: Yep. And I said to myself, that's the last time I'm smoking while fishing while I'm casting in that. Yeah, definitely. So I I stopped doing that. That was dumb. (laughs) Back in the day, though, I mean, you...
2: You were an outcast <laughs> if you weren't a smoker. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, 30 years ago, you were an outcast if you weren't a smoker. Now, now it's
1: just a different. Uh, yeah, now it's, it's
2: the opposite. You can't even. You you go to outdoor seating and outdoor patios, mm-hmm. and a lot of these were built specifically for smokers when the smoking ban came into place. A yeah, lot of people yeah. built smoking patios. Well, now these smoking patios have turned into people
1: eating outside. Yeah. patios, and not like and they, they, get, ma- pe- and they yeah. get mad when people are smoking outside. Well, then go to, and don't go to that place. Then go someplace else. But anyway, hey, you know what's coming up, Danny? Ooh. You know what's right around the corner. Christmas an, is over. An exciting <laughs> Martin an ex- Luther King Day. No, an exciting fishing experience. What? And I say that facetiously. Sturgeon spearing. That's coming up in February. Uh, Listen, don't say that facetiously, Il Guapo. It, it's not exciting unless you get a fish. Well, my brother did last <laughs> I year. Know and did. it was the
0: one. In fact, I was out in, at one of the local uh, establishments last night in, in in the great town of Pewaukee, and one of the local sodbusters there, Jeff, I was talking to him, and uh, he's getting all set up. Him and the boys are building another shanty, mm-hmm. uh, and we were discussing how my brother got that one last year where... He hit it in the head, and it and, he, and it went right to the bottom, and then he pulled the spear up, and it wasn't detached. It didn't even penetrate. Oh, really? And the, and the yeah. sturgeon was down there flopping kind of up on its back, and then he launched, stabbed it in the belly, and, and, got, got, it it and got it in. Yeah, so they got a hard, wow. hard head. But yeah. a couple of things with the sturgeon tagging. Now, I was looking at the DNR website, and uh, the tagging system is going to be... It looks like and check your regulations, but it's gonna, it looks like it's gonna be like for deer now. Um, you same thing, you got to print it out on just plain white paper, okay? okay. You don't get the uh, similar to like with deer, uh, you don't have to immediately put the tag on it as long as you're with it, right? right. But as soon as you leave it, you got to tag it. Uh, Another thing I thought was interesting, Tom, is. And I kind of wondered about this, cause like, you can, uh, you know, get your, uh, print your tag online. I guess if you buy it online, I believe you can do it that way. Or if they give you the paper one, you could always go to a copy machine and print ten of those tags, right? So I was kind of <laughs> yeah. wondered about that. Wouldn't it make it easy for people to? Uh, to violate, so here's one thing that uh knew that I haven't seen as far as, and maybe they'll extend this to deer hunting, it says for sturgeon spearing, you can't have more than one copy
1: of the tag with you. Okay. What does that mean? The DNR guy's going to frisk you just in case? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but you can't have more than
0: one. Co- they, can, they can do whatever they want, Tom. Yeah. They can strip search you out on the ice, and let me tell you, buddy, it's uh, pretty
1: cold. Oh, you—you you know to about that? You've had that done. <laughs> Let's see. Nobody would want to be strip shirt strip searched on the ice. Nobody would want that. Hot, hot, female <laughs> warden, porn movie theme. Uh, no, I probably don't know about not. that. No, probably not. No. Okay, wouldn't work. But no, Sturgeon spearing is, is is is. Do you have it listed when it starts? Do you have that down there? No, I forgot. Going I, know to be in fe- in I know it's later on. February. Uh, the other
0: thing too, they do suggest, and this is what I did with my deer tags, is that you bring like a little zip tie baggie with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. What I did was I'd put the, the paper tag into the baggie with a zip tie.
1: Right. And that so way, you got it.
0: Then then when I when you harvest it now, you call it in you put the date a.m. p.m. i'm sure they'll give you the confirmation number right, right, but here's the other problem i've noticed i'm bet there i bet there's a thousand hunters out there that can relate to this do you realize that pens in a in the cold weather sometimes they don't work so good they don't work so no, good no. so there you are you took your you just field dressed the thing and uh you're you're going to your truck you're grabbing your pen you're trying to and and they go your confirmation number is 850z19120x1520 yeah. <laughs> And you're like trying to, trying and, to and the pen quit working after the second number. <laughs> and you're like, so then you got to hit the button.
1: To do it again. To do it again. It again. So yeah, normally yeah. I had
0: to do it like four times uh, to get, oh. you know, with a crappy pen that didn't work. So you're better off with a fine, maybe felt tip type marker. Yes. Something yeah, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. You got to plan strategically. Not a ballpoint. And, and zip that right into the bag yeah. with the tie. So
1: you don't lose and, it. And
0: and tag, yeah. yeah. So they're making you do more. But uh, I do kind of like the call-in system. I will yeah. say that I do kind of like immediately. I shot that turkey, yeah. and again, I had a pen that didn't work and had to go through and the same w- thing w- with the sturgeon.
1: With the sturgeon, you got to call it in too, like with deer. I'm
0: sure. You know what? It didn't. It didn't say. I can't. I didn't write. I didn't jot a note about that, and I don't recall seeing that. And I just kind of read a, well, a brief, yeah. kind of a brief highlights yeah, yeah. of it. You can go yeah. to the like entire sturgeon regulations pamphlet is a PDF mm-hmm. online. But uh, I'm sure that you have to call it right away. I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably sure. Unless All right. Un- unless they're still going to have them go to those stations like uh, Winnie, like Connie. Wentz. Yeah, or Winnie Wentz. Connie. Yeah, Winnie Connie. I mean, I think that's a big tradition. All the people lining up Oh, I up know. With they want to look at the sturgeon. Oh, yeah. my God. Did I get some cool pictures last year?
1: All right. Well, listen, we got to go to a break. If you've got any information on sturgeon, you feel free to give us a call at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. 414-799-1250. We are presented by Interstate Heating, and we will be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rumors spread around,
2: United Texas
1: town,
2: about to outside again. Not the you know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you're
0: gonna go to that whole mile. range. they got a lot of nice girls. <laughs> <laughs> <That makes sense>. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors from the Interstate Heating Studios. Thanks for listening. You're drinking your morning coffee, looking at the uh darkness, the darkness outside. <laughs> yeah, the darkness you're getting outside. your sorrels, your um, uh, your auger, your tip ups, and you're getting ready to venture out.
1: Yep, you know, now's the type of weather when it's nice to have a shanty. Yeah, you know, I mean, when it's in the like mid 20s, you know, 25 to 30, it you can sit out there in a bucket. It's fine. You know, you dress for it, but when it's cold like this and windy, yeah, it's nice to have a shanty.
0: When it's cold and windy, it's not, it's nice not to be outside, period.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) now I talked to an old buddy of mine, Mike Scalander, and, uh, he talked me into bow hunting tonight. Well, I'm going to use my crossbow. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, man, I called him yesterday. I said, it's going to be pretty windy and cold. And i said i don't know how long i can sit out there <clears throat> now i do have some i got all the warm i could sit through an arctic blizzard i got enough clothes if i really wanted but i've I've gotten old and lazy but we're going to go out for a couple hours tonight and i'm going to try and maybe shoot whatever mm-hmm. with the old crossbow there so uh yeah I, I'll, I'll, that'll be my last time of field probably for deer hunting anyway for the mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. and then then i'll butt, dust out the tip ups but Maybe in a week or two. I think that in fact the lunkers uh, unlimited lunkers <coughs> raff the lunkers um, fishery, forty first annual fishery and meat raffle is Saturday, January twenty first at Curley's Waterfront. Next, next Saturday? That's not next Saturday, January twenty first. Oh yeah,
1: that's two weeks
0: away. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you don't have your abacus in front of you. <laughs> Curley's Waterfront Sports Pub and Grill. I did uh, Cash <laughs> yeah. prizes, fifty dollars for each species. Uh, bass, northern walleye perch, bluegill crappie, and they got the raffles and the meat stuff. Yeah, um, they got did, all the good I stuff. did talk to one of the uh, Lunkers guys this week, and uh, they uh, kind of felt bad because none of them um, were at John's funeral, and I had... Well, they didn't know about it. Well, it was, you know, no. Uh, Mike, who's I the mean, president, had yeah. given me his card a week or so before and said, let me know what anything happens. And I sent him a text, mm-hmm. but... The guy I talked to says he doesn't know, it. He, like you. I don't read him. I don't send him. Exactly. That's right. He says, I don't think Mike is text. No. So I felt I, bad I didn't call him and specifically yeah. tell him. But yeah. I guess in today's world, well, that brings well, up another thing. Everybody using text, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I got a message, uh, and I got to get back to Dan Durbin. Mm-hmm. He writes for uh several, the, the Waukesha Freeman right, right. and uh the uh, Wisconsin Outdoor News, I yeah, believe he writes right. for them. Very good writer. I've had him fishing with me before, but he sent me a Facebook message. Now, it happened to come to my email, okay? Mm-hmm. So I do get the messages. But otherwise, I can go two months without logging on to Facebook. I'm sorry, oh, I don't li- I don't even have a I don't Facebook. Li- li- right, I don't I- live by the Facebook. No. I'm sorry, I can't no. see. It's just too much self, look at me, do this, look yeah. at me, do that. Here, look at my beautiful kids. Hey, mm. look at, uh, here's Grandpa. Okay, whatever, <laughs> here's my dog. Um, all right, that's nice. Okay, um, but anyway, I do get it to my email, and uh, so I logged on to Facebook and I sent them an, an email saying, "Here's my regular email. Contact me yeah, here." Yeah, right. And he sent me another message back on Facebook, which I didn't get to till two days later because uh, I don't, you
1: don't, I don't even on, check yeah, my own email. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know. I do. I check my emails every I morning. I try to. Every I try morning to. I look. Every morning. But if somebody sends me an email like in the afternoon. I've I've learned that, buddy. What? Oh, yeah. I sent one to you in the afternoon one time and you said, I don't get on and check it at night. I check it every morning, early in the morning. It's usually between about quarter to six, six 6 a.m. You know, that's when I'm checking the emails from the night before, you know. You know, I I
0: miss the old days when all we used were smoke signals.
1: Right, <laughs> two cans with a string tied between now, them. <laughs> now, wasn't
0: the native, wasn't it the Native Americans that used the smoke signals? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I wonder.
1: Their vocabulary was kind of limited, but how do you know? Did to them because I watched a lot of old westerns. <laughs> When you had all the white guys playing the parts of Indians. One one puff of smoke means the white guys are coming,
0: and two puffs of smoke means the white guys are coming. Three puffs of smoke means lots of white guys are coming.
1: Yeah, you're right. They were kind of limited in the old communications there. Uh, it was kinda of hard to, you know, control the blankets and the smoke. <laughs> and you got a windy day and oh geez, you could be telling those guys go screw themselves. You don't know. <laughs> you know. Five puffs of puffs of smoke was an emergency. Your wife is coming. She's going to catch you with the other one in the in the tent. I just have to laugh at all those some of those really old ones. They had I remember Charlton Heston played an Indian once. Uh, uh, who were some of the other ones that they were playing the roles of Indians? It's like my God, there's there were plenty of Native Americans around that could act. Why don't you hire them? They look like Indians. They are Indians, hey, you know. I mean, uh, didn't they, like
0: uh, didn't geez. Rowan and Martin didn't one of those yes. guys do an Indian yes. one time and one? Which one was it? Was it Dick? What? It was the worst looking Indian, but it was funny.
1: It, <laughs> what movie was that? I, was that Blazing Saddles? Maybe it was Blazing Saddles. <laughs> it was just some of those old old movies are so, just so dumb sometimes. <laughs> oh, goodness. and I'll tell you
0: what—I think anybody could have played played a Native American. I'm saying Native American because I'm being politically correct, but I don't know if well they'll say Indian back in the day. That's what they said, but I think anybody could have played the part because you didn't really have to say a whole lot. Well right? they there was And when you did no, it
1: was kind of cryptic. Yeah, yeah, they they you know very short sentences. Very short yeah, sentences. Yeah. We but, trade beaver for yeah. your wife. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but you know it but some of them they had a lot of talking parts, but they like I said, they weren't Native Americans. They were just, you know, regular white actors. That they had on the studio set and said, "Here, you're going to be an Indian now." Well, and when, some of them were big actors, big name people, or they became big
0: name people. You know? But we're talking about uh, communication and uh, Native Americans. One of the most
1: fascinating
0: stories uh, in the movie. I think they what they call it, "Wind Talker" or something like that,
1: uh, about how World War II they yeah. used the yeah, uh, Co- yeah, when they did code, the, 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 Nav- Navajo? the Navajo uh, language, and the
0: Japanese couldn't figure it out.
1: They couldn't figure that out for the life of them. No, they couldn't. Yeah, that that was actually, that was a good one. That was very interesting. You know, there's a lot of stuff about Native Americans that a lot of us, you know, don't know that's happened over the years. Uh, one of the things that I was really, really surprised about, Danny, was uh, one time I was up at Chippewa Flowage. And uh, um, who's our friend, what's his name, who wrote the book? Detloff. Yes, John Detloff. He took me over to this island where it used to be an Indian burial ground before they made the flowage. Okay, this right. is when they were just individual right. lakes, and uh, he was showing me headstones. And he had told me that, um, okay, people could go out there, but you had to be respectful. And this was before they made it into a flowage. But then um, it was like after one when they were gonna you know make it a flowage, they said uh, we're gonna give you people. It was like twenty five or fifty dollars. So that, and this is way back in 1917, I think, that we're going to give you this money so that you can move the grave, move the remains, okay? Okay. Well, a lot of people didn't, okay? They left it there. So now it's on this island, and uh, John Detloff took me over there, and uh, the white men were banned from the island for many, many, many years because back in the 50s or 60s it was some Boy Scout troop went out on the island and they started digging up the graves looking for artifacts. Well, and it's like, and why would the scoutmaster allow them to do that? So then, the, you know, the eagle and that the Indian community got upset and said, no, no, no more on the island. Well, anyway, but I was looking at one of the brownies, gr- Girl yeah. Scouts only, yeah. no Boy Scouts. I was looking at one of the gravestones, and it showed that this guy he was a, a private in the in the army, and he died in the First World War. And at that time, Native Americans were not yet U.S. citizens so here's a native american fighting for america and he's not even a citizen of america yet they weren't made citizens yet and i thought that was quite poignant you know when that-
0: when they weren't made citizens
1: till when <sighs> It was, I think, it was the early twenties or something like that. And here, the guy well, he died. was fighting in World War One. Yeah, in the First World the War, the big one. He, he died big, in, big, he, big, yeah, big died world. in the First World War, fighting for America, of which he wasn't a citizen yet. And I thought that was just like, wow, that's that's was really something, yeah. But anyway, we uh, we checked that out. Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you go up there by John Detloff's place on uh, on the Chippewa Flowage, he'll he'll take you over to that island and show you that, you know. But just uh, don't go digging anything up. Hey, we got to go to a break. We'll be right back with the gut report. After the gut report, we will be talking about, well, whatever, but, and then at 799 yeah. 1250. Give us a call if you're on the ice. Give us a call if you go through the ice. <laughs> yeah. And after the 645 break, we will be doing the hornschwaggle so you can win that $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats yeah. and Sausages. So we'll be right back with uh, the, uh, Greg's update and the gut report. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by v Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, you know what? Danny gave me some ground venison last, well, a few weeks ago. And uh, I was saving some for this Sunday's Packer game because I'm going to make some ground venison chili. But I'm going to do something a little bit different that I've never done before. And here's my little tip. I'm going to be using some red wine in the chili. Now, you want the if you're using any kind of alcohol in a in a recipe, if it's like, you know, there's a lot of recipes that call for some alcohol whether it be wine or or some kind of liquor. You got to remember that what you want it you want the flavor, but you don't want the alcohol content, or you don't want that bite of the alcohol, and that's why you have to burn it off. Basically, while it's cooking, it will burn off. The alcohol will go up in smoke, basically, you know, and uh, so that's one of the things you got to remember. You don't want to put it the, the alcohol in at the last minute. You want to give it an opportunity to burn off, so you have the flavor, but yet you don't want that bite of the alcohol or the alcohol content. And here's another thing. When you're using alcohol in uh, in in cooking, you know, a lot of, oh, bless you, Greg. Greg's sneezing over there. <laughs> He's not under the weather. The other thing about alcohol is that it can add different kinds of flavors. Now, especially when you're using wine, don't, don't use these cooking wines. Use a wine that you would drink. As a matter of fact, it's a lot of fun. To have a glass of the wine, it's nice to have a glass of it while you're using some of it for the cooking. Maybe more than a glass, but anyway, you can you 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 know you can be drinking the wine and using it for the cooking as well. But that's what I'm going to be doing for tomorrow's Packers game. I'm going to be making some venison chili, adding some good red wine into it, and it's going to be delicious, just like the Packers win. The Gut Report was brought to you by Vimar Cheesy Produce. When quality counts, you can count on Vmar Cheesy. Insist on the best. You can visit them and find out all their products that they sell. You'd be surprised at Vmarcheesy.com And by Discount Liquor, where I'm going to find the right w- red wine to use in my chili, you'll find that they'll have the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street and Barstow in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you! I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. I, I hope they have some specials on wine. <laughs> they have specials on everything. I know they do. Discount liquor is phenomenal. It is. It's It's, it's amazing the selection that they have. Uh, got a few announcements for you folks. Make plans to attend the 2017 Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo, January 27th, 28th, and 29th in Waukesha, Wisconsin, at the Waukesha Expo Center. If you want more information on times and speakers and all that, just go to Southern Wisconsin Muskie, and that's Muskie spelled with a Y, Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo.com. That's Southern Wisconsin Muskie Expo.com. And one other update for you that on January 21st, at AJ's Bar and Grill on Boxhorn Drive in Muskego, you will have the 19th annual Walleyes Unlimited Ice Jamboree. They it's uh oh the fishing hours are from 5 to noon. Who starts at 5 in the morning? And uh you may fish on either Big Muskego or any other lake and you get your tickets at AJ's Bar and Grill. And Don't forget they got a lot of raffles going on. You get to win a lot of neat stuff, uh, not just cash raffles, raffles, but meat raffles and all that kind of good stuff. Now, that's going to be on January 21st, the Walleyes Unlimited USA Ice Jamboree. Now, if you want more information, no, web, uh, no website, but you can call Walt Koch at 847 710 5453, or a friend of mine, Mike McQueen, at 414 788 3143. All right. You got that? 788 3143. All right. Those are the two updates. Now, I think the name is Walt Cook. Cook? Yeah. Cook? Well, well, whatever. Coke? Can we call it Coke? (laughs) Like the Coke brothers? You know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Well, sometimes when there there's this uh, great guitarist that he he spells it the same way, just like that, but he calls he calls it cock. You know, I mean, I mean, that's that's you know how it's pronounced. But he calls himself. But but, but. people are a little afraid to call it. Never called myself that. that. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Anyway. Uh, you know, we got these issues, Danny. Yeah, we got uh, <laughs>
0: of, of We got issues. I'll <laughs> tell you what.
1: We
0: well, there's the understatement of the year.
1: We got issues. Badger Sportsman magazine mailed us the, the, the new issue. Yep, and I'm looking at the cover yeah, here. It's the February twenty fourth, twenty fifth issue. Well, it's from January through February. It's it comes out every two months. It's a two month. And the guy's drilling an ice hole. And it looks like the drill he's using is one of those propane ones. And it looks
0: like he's wearing that new Frable uh, stuff. Everybody seems to be wearing that uh, flotation stuff by Frable. Uh, The one I'm interested in um, is uh, the uh, winter trolling for big brown, Mm -hmm. for big trout. That's going to be an article I'm going to be uh, looking at very soon here. Fact, I can't start looking at it now because we're supposed to be doing a radio show yeah.
1: right now. You know, I'll tell you, those, those propane drills, what what an innovation when they came out with those a few years ago. I think Jiffy was the first one. Yeah, Jiffy was the first one who came out with those a few years back. Those are such an innovation. You can take that propane drill and drill right in your shanty and not have to worry about any kind of fumes or anything. And, I... they, and they fire up. doesn't matter how cold it is. It's really nice. I'm sure they're nice, but I kind of like the fumes,
0: Tom. And, uh, <laughs> That's
1: why you have issues. <laughs> and uh,
0: you know, when I was a kid, I remember Mom caught me standing behind the car sucking in the exhaust because I thought it smelled good. Yeah. <laughs> and I like smelling the gas at the gasoline, and they yelled at me. And too late, brain cells are destroyed. But uh, I've got my Jiffy ten-inch yeah. auger. Yeah. yeah. That I've had for many years. Power. Mm-hmm. runs on gas like the old fashioned ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that soon bitch. I'm gonna keep using it forever, man. I don't oh, yeah. I don't need no you know I, I don't need no stinking propane. I mean or well, I'm gas, just saying I, it, I like a stinky
1: well if you don't like you gas know huger. for people who don't like dragging the gas can around and all that stuff, that propane is pretty slick, you know. But oh here's another thing. You know, uh you've heard of laser ice drills, the laser drills, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are really nice. I got one of those back. It was like 93, 94, something like that. 1993, 1994, somewhere around then. You know that thing? We still use me and my sons. We still use it and never had the blade sharpened once. Never had to, because we didn't bang it on wood or bang Boy, it on the you, ice. If the, if you Out hit the side,
0: bottom once,
1: I know. It can, then we always it can put that we put that your, cover on it oh, all yeah. the time. We don't bang. We don't try to open holes with it. You know. I'll tell you what. Never had those blades sharp, and it works just as good as the day I bought it. I mean, the the auger itself is getting kind of rusty. Okay, <laughs> you know, the paint's chipped off right. and stuff. But I'll tell you what, the blades are great. That auger is great. And we never. I had a I had a Jiffy Power auger that I I gave away. I never ye- needed it because of the fact that if as long as the ice was, let's say, no deeper than fourteen inches, we would just use that manual. It was great. It, it would cut awesomely. Well, yeah, once it got to 18, 20 inches, then I would rather go with somebody who's got a power auger, but that's when I'll go with you, Danny, because you got the power auger.
0: I was hey, going to say, you haven't ice fished in 10 years, so no, he Greg, is, yeah, he's, he's talking about how these yeah, augers have. have
1: lasted them all this well, time. No, wait a minute, wait right. a minute. Well, I, yeah. said, I said me and my sons use it. So they, like, I didn't ice fish last year. Last year, I didn't, uh, but son, my but so my no, oldest son did. Yeah, um, at juniors use they, it. He, oh, they, well, yeah, they use yeah. it all the time. Yeah, why don't they call us with a fishing report then? Because he's not that that goofy kid. He don't get. He, he might get up about ten to eight, quarter to eight. He might hear the last little bit of the show sometimes. Otherwise, what's he doesn't with these? Get up. Pe- what's with these people?
2: So your kid in Arizona gets up at
1: no, no, no. 5 this is, this is, know, no, no. I'm, this is my uh, my oldest one who lives here.
2: No, but what I'm saying is the other one gets up at five a.m. and this one doesn't get up till
1: yeah. The one in Arizona, he's up early all the time. He's got kids that get up at all different weird hours. Well, you'll find all about that, Greg, you know, when you have kids that get up at all kinds of weird hours. But we got to do the Hornschwagel. We do? Yeah. We got to take a break, and then when we come back, (coughs) Danny's going to ask you three questions. All you got to do is get two out of the three correct, and you will win a $10 gift certificate. Gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Maguana. And our
0: categories are meadow voles,
1: <laughs> oh God, owls, oh
0: no. <laughs> and um, yeah, that'll be a surprise. Yeah,
1: and you know, over out there at uh, Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Maguana, go it, it. They sell only the quality U.S. meats. Quality. All their meat, yeah, it comes from the United US. States of America. Well, that's why they
0: got to put the blue stamp on it, That's Tom. right. I worked at a USDA packing plant years Choice. ago. Yeah, they put that blue stamp. The ones that, that didn't hit the floor, they put the
1: stamp on it. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to go call. be a caller right now at 414-799-1250 to be a contestant in the Hornschwagel and win that $10 gift certificate. Trust me, Aunt Danny will make it somewhat easy for you. No, I'm so, not. Uh, no, we'll be right back. You gotta back. be a yeah, genius a to win. Okay, <laughs> Tom. Uh, yeah, come on back. Listen to genius. the Midwestern Midwestern Shooter Supplies cutting edge outdoors presented by Interstate Heating in Sussex, Wisconsin. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Interstate Heating Studios. And uh, now we have the Hornschwaggle segment. And do we have a lucky contestant, uh, guys?
1: Yeah. We do. we got Dino from Milwaukee on the line. Good morning, hey. Dino. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you okay, doing today? Dino,
0: thanks for Great. listening. Happy New Year. You sound like thanks you're wide
1: me. awake this morning.
0: Oh, God, I just did inventory overnight, so about ready to go to bed pretty soon. <laughs> okay. All right, well, we're glad you stayed up to listen to us before you go to bed. You got to catch... you guys. All right, thanks, man. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the uh, If you're out in the woods and you look down at your feet and running through the snow, you see a mouse out in the woods or fields or whatever. It's very likely that it's actually a meadow vole. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No horn. No hornschwaggle. Yeah, that's not, they're not really called a mouse. Yeah, um,
1: they're voles. Yeah.
0: So it's a meadow vole. Yeah, yeah they're stockier, yeah. and they yeah. look like they're on steroids. In fact... Uh, Looks like a little mighty mouse. And right now, the uh, <laughs> hawks and so forth are feasting yeah. on those. That's, oh, yeah. So when you see a hawk sitting there staring at the ground, okay... Yeah. They're not meditating. They're they're looking for they're looking for stuff, and a lot of times it's a meadow vole. Okay, here we go. It's amazing how many of those you see in a city too. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, Yeah. they they are they are everywhere. And fox. Oh yeah, if you've ever seen video or pictures of a fox jumping, going up in the air, and then arching its back and coming down with its paws to go into the deep snow to get a meadow vole, it's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. Yep. Okay. Uh, Owls. Owls uh, are territorial. Hornschwaggle, no Hornschwaggle.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I say
0: Hornschwaggle. No, that's a no Hornschwaggle. No (sighs) Hornschwaggle. You're one for one. Okay. Okay. However, now on these nice, cold, still, wintry nights is an especially good time to be listening for owls. Hornschwaggle, no Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle. No Hornschwaggle, yeah. This is uh, kind of a time. I think they just finished up the breeding season and a still night, and you can hear them go, who, who, who. and the females are whoo, whoo, who, whoo, because they got higher pitched. Oh, because okay. right. they're
1: females, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably just bitching at them. So anyway, uh, t-
0: we'll put you on hold. We'll get no, you in. we, got, oh, we already we, got it. Yeah, All right. we got it, and right. I'll be
1: sending that $10 gift certificate out to you, Dino.
0: Thanks,
1: guys. Have a great New Year. I appreciate it. I do love your show. I wish you were on Mar. All Thanks. right. Thanks, man. So do we. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, Dino. <laughs> no, we
0: don't. That would that would mean I'd have to get up twice at 4 in the morning in a week. Hey,
1: maybe we could get an evening show. You know, something, something like from 7 to 9. You're or... busy having smokes, and I'm drinking beer at that time. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we can't do that here? Sure, we can. Sure, why not? What the heck?
0: Uh, what were we gonna do? We'd uh, go out after... on the patio. Can we do the show out in the patio <laughs> yeah. where
1: you can smoke and and you can drink beer? I bet the I don't show know if the would... microphones will go all listen. All that
0: way I out think there. the show would be better than ever. Imagine, <laughs> just think we, about it. You know, we all, all, we... all bar conversation is livelier after the first half hour. So,
1: yeah, it can be. That's for sure. Can
0: be. That's for sure. Hey, um, yeah, a couple other interesting things, guys. I was. I'm getting emails from the Green Bay Packer organization. Now, I'm a season ticket holder. However, uh, I haven't gone for like 12, 13 years. I still get them in my name, and then I, I, a buddy of mine gives me the cash, and I pay. After, after I saw the Super Bowl and I scalped the ticket in New Orleans, I was on top of the world. No need to see any more games. I saw my team win a Super Bowl down there and spent every last time I had, so I've been recovering for 20 years. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm getting—the I'm the, the Packers— they are a money-making machine, right? Oh, yeah. It's funny. It used to be that only if they were having a really good year that you'd get this notice back in, like, October that you have to pay the, the $1,200 or $1,500 up front for the playoff tickets, right? Well, now it seems like they're sending them every year, regardless of what their record is, right? They're 4-6. and six. You're getting a notice, okay? Well. And, and what do they do? They 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 get all that money right, and then if you want it refunded, you could, or you could get it applied to your next year's tickets. Well, of course, the Packers are stacking, stashing your money in the bank, collecting interest yeah. like crazy on it, man. You know, so they, you know, they got that, they got that going, man. They got so good accountants. They, they got that scam. <laughs> they got that scam going. I don't even think it's refunded anymore. It gets applied
2: applied to next year's season ticket total. There is a
0: pay-as-you-play now, I think, where you can give them a credit card, and they'll build a credit card as it goes. But it's interesting, because I got an email today that Packer tickets are still for sale. So they must have, just like I, or I should say my buddy who normally takes the tickets— Nobody sent in the money for them when they were, you know, we're like, hey, they're crap this year anyway. They're not going anywhere. I'm not going to go. So, what a change from years ago when you couldn't even get a playoff ticket
1: that you can still get them online right now. Well, there's places that buy those up from people, let's say like you, they're, they'll buy them up, you know, stub. Well, they should be doing Hub too good now, Tom, because you
0: can get them right from the Packer organization. Well, you know what's weird? Well, why are you going to go to Stub Hub yeah. if you can get it right? From the organization, well, you might
1: get a, I don't know. You might get a better deal. I don't know. But not
0: you're at a sub, you get a worse deal. That's how no, they make money. I don't know. They don't. They don't
1: go. They don't them to sell them cheaper. Well, no, but sometimes they they buy them cheaper that they can sell them cheaper and still make money on it. Oh, a guy doesn't do yeah. that. He sells them for double to his yeah. brother-in-law. Well, <laughs> is Why that what you, you do? <laughs> well, well, anyway, afford, okay. Let's not get into that. I can afford that. more <laughs> smokes for you for Christmas <laughs> presents. Hey, uh, you know, I was surprised to hear Greg that. Yesterday I heard that there were still tickets available up in Green Bay for tomorrow's game.
0: That's what I just said. Now, <laughs> yeah, I know. Just- but I'm just
1: saying I heard that yesterday and, I, and you were just re- – you know, repeating it. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised. Is is it the weather keeping people away or what? Or maybe no,
0: it's, it's... Have we gotten spoiled, though, too? If, it used to be like if you were in a city like whatever, it hasn't had a playoff in years. Like Cleveland. You'd be, like, <laughs> clamoring for those tickets. Didn't matter how you got in. Is it that we're kind of spoiled and we're thinking, oh, yeah, well, you know, we got in again, but we're not going to go anywhere this year, so why bother? I think it's a combination of what... You said about people
2: not wanting to send the money in early to get their right. playoff tickets, especially before and the holidays. Combination of the cold, and also they're playing the Giants, and they've haven't fared well against the Giants the last ten well, years. The, the last playoff in play-
1: games in Green Bay or New York, yeah. yeah. And so- I was
0: listening to the Big Show this week, and Gary Ellerson said uh, that if uh, if, the, uh, if the if the if Eli Manning plays well.
1: Call it a wrap, because that giant defense is pretty formidable. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. But then again, we got our own offense, too, that's pretty darn good. You know? As so, long as you have Aaron Rodgers on the... The song you got to play sometime, or just a clip of it while we're talking, is that, uh, hey, Geronimo, that Geronimo song they're playing for him now. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Try not to find. There's that a Geronimo. One. We don't song. want to play any <laughs> Geronimo yeah, song. Yeah, that for, sounds so. It's for that guy. For what guy? <laughs> for Geronimo Allison. Who's Geronimo? Oh, oh that who, that listen uh, to him, Greg. Who's a the, the receiver? There, who? Okay, Geronimo. Okay, he's doing. He's doing pretty darn Why good Why don't now. you just say Geronimo? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, that what too. they
0: used to say As when they're, they're jumping out of an airplane? Out of an airplane. Yeah. Where'd that
1: come from?
2: That, where, where did that come from? Well, where, where I know you what, jump, what happened was. You okay. jump out of the airplane and you say,
0: Geronimo. What, what, what right. happened was, okay, there's a guy specifically in charge of packing the parachutes, right? Okay. And, and so if he doesn't pack them right, the parachute yeah, doesn't open. Good. And so this guy jumped one time and, and he guy pulled the cord. It didn't open. And the guy who was supposed to pack them, his name's Geronimo. Oh, so the guy yells, really? Geronimo! Really? Is, Is that plummeting true? to his death? Really, no. Did you make not- that Oh, he made that crap up?
1: Come on, let's go to a break. <laughs> Greg's got an update for us. We'll be right I got back some swamp with land. more of Danny Real of Danny Bush's BS and, and Tommy the True New Tom. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more on one oh five seven FM The Fan, coming to you live and presented by Interstate Heating in Sussex.